from the woods a trails rock podcast um we had a whole show lined up for today actually for a couple of days ago um we were going to record on wednesday um and we wanted to talk about the trail runner of the year series uh, which we are bringing back a little bit with with a little bit more energy this year than than previous years to try to get it back to what it was when we first introduced it um, but we aren't quite ready to introduce the entire series yet. Um, there's some races that are still in flux or the dates aren't set um, and the scoring and all of the fun stuff that goes into planning um, the trail runner of the year. So we decided that we would do something a little bit different, but a little bit similar to that. And um, Sheila's here to, to kick us off with what, what, we'll, what we'll be talking about today. So tonight, we know that people are planning out their 2023 race calendars, so we wanted to give some information and updates about our Trails Rock races that are happening this year. So we're excited because we have some old favorite races that are coming back for 2023, and then we also have a brand new race as well. So Eric is going to kick us off with our first race of the year. Yeah, um, the first race that we're going to host this year on the Trails Rock calendar is our um, last runner standing race. Um, that race is March 11th, um, starting at 8 a.m. at Basil Marilla Park. And this race is really cool. It's unique. Um, it has the opportunity to really spend some time out in the woods, or you can be eliminated pretty early. Um, the concept is pretty simple. It's that each loop that we run, you have less time to complete the loop. So we have a one-mile course um, through the woods in the disc golf area at Basil Marilla Park. And you have, for example, the first lap, you have 20 minutes to complete that one mile. If you're not back inside of 20 minutes, um, then you are not able to continue with the second loop. Um, and each loop sort of gets faster and faster and faster um, and people get dropped and it's pretty, pretty neat to see. I don't know if you have. Yeah, so the race, like Eric said, it, the first loop is 20 minutes, then it goes down to 19, then 18. Um, and so there's a good chunk of time that no matter how um, fast of a runner, I guess, uh, that you're going to be able to continue to do loops. It's really fun. Everybody kind of hangs out together, usually um, chatting, talking, hanging out for those first few loops. And then it's really fun at the end because people who like me are normally towards the middle or back of the pack. Um, once you get out, you can hang out at the finish line, have some warm soup or chili and cheer on all of the really fast speedy runners. So it's kind of a cool opportunity where you get to see the winner. Um, normally if you're not one of the people in the front of the pack, then you don't get to see that. So that's one thing that I think is really different about this race. Yeah, it's kind of a unique feeling to be able to say um, what traditionally happens is those fast runners, they, sometimes they finish 
they cool down, they eat some of their food and drinks, and then they like disappear and there's still runners out on the course and it flip flops for this race. So it's really kind of nice because while they're still out there struggling through the race, other people are um, enjoying hanging out with, uh, with the finish line crew and um, taking it all in. Um, it's also really unique to see how much you can push yourself knowing that each loop gets a little bit faster. Um, so there's a little bit of strategy, but also like, can you hang on for just one more loop? Can you make it just one more loop? Um, and every time we do that countdown, wondering if you if you can finish the next lap or not. So it, it's pretty cool. Um, the course, too, sometimes it gets easier as the day goes on if you have snow and it gets packed in. Or like a couple of years ago, we had snow that never packed and it was like mashed potatoes. And the course got harder as, as it went on. Then we've had a year where it was bone dry and really fast. So um, all depending on the conditions that morning, what we're going to get. I think too, um, the faster runners, I guess it's fun to watch towards the end because everybody is kind of, um, peer pressuring you to keep going, to try again, to do another loop, to see if you can make it. Um, so if you are a speedier runner and maybe looking to really push yourself, this is a great place to do that because you have competition and also lots of people cheering for you and trying to encourage you to to try one more loop to see if you can push a little bit harder. So it's, it's kind of a cool, a cool feel for everybody. Yeah. And, um, it is called last runner standing and the, and the last few loops get really fast. Mm -hmm. So you're running a seven thirty or a seven minute mile and it's the course is a touch under a mile. It's like 0.98 or something along those lines, mm -hmm. um, depending on how you're measuring it. So you're, Relatively you're moving, flat. you're moving pretty quick at the end there. Um, but we do actually have an end to it because, we could eliminate everybody by just continually dropping the time faster. But what we wanted to do was make it kind of creative. If more than one runner make it past mile 25, um, which is a seven minute pace, we reset at the starting line and it's a one loop race. So you go out and it's an all out one mile. Whoever can run that final mile, the fastest is our winner. Um, one year we actually did have a race for the finish. And then one year we had two runners make it, but one decided not to go out for the final loop. So um, it's pretty fun to, to see. And, and once the runners disappear into the woods after the first quarter mile, we don't see them until they come back out with about a tenth of a mile to go um, and, and knowing what's on the clock. So it's really kind of neat. So that's the last one understanding. Um, that's March 11th. You can find the information on our website at trailsrock.org. Um, and it's $25 um, for the whole day. It includes some drinks afterwards, some hot chili, some soup, and some snacks. So the next thing we wanted to talk about isn't technically a race, but also it's something that's really important to us. So we wanted to make sure it's on everyone's radars. So on March 23rd, we are hosting our annual birthday run. So it's, again, technically not a race, but it's a really good chance for you to get together with old friends and new friends, kind of reminisce about what Trails Rock is and, and where it's gone over the years. Or if you're new to us, um, maybe just to meet some new people, some new runners. And we'll probably have cake, right? Usually we have cake. Love cake. Uh, we'll definitely have snacks afterwards. Uh, we'll start at 9 a.m. Um, we're planning to do it at Menden Ponds Park this year. And we'll have a 5K option and a 10K option. This is more of a group run, so it's not really a race. Um, we intend to kind of stick together, and it's free. We might have um, we might have a hiking option this year as mm -hmm. well. So stay tuned on that. We'll, we'll make some announcements on social media, and of course, this is on our website too. 
Um, we're definitely going to have the 10K and 5K options, um, yeah. but it, we might be adding a, a hiking or a walking option for people that maybe are just coming back from it, are injured, or whatever is keeping them from running. <laughs> maybe they just want to walk with friends. Yeah, so, so it's going to be a good time. So put it on your calendar, March 23rd. March 23rd, the birthday run. What are we going to be, 11? I think so. I think ele- we're going to be 11 Wild. years old. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We're getting old. 11 years of this, st- of this <laughs> stuff. The trees are growing, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so our next uh, race on the schedule um, is going to be June 24th. And that was when we were going to have many on the Jenny, but we had to do some flip-flopping around on the schedules, which we talked about a little bit last week. Um, but we're, we moved a race into that weekend because it opened up. So that is going to be our Mafamidal race. And if you come to Mafamidal, you'll hear a whole lot of people screaming, Mafamidal! And, um, and you'll probably be like, what does Mafamidal mean? Yeah, and we're going to have an entire episode on that with Valone. But Mafamidal is, um, real quick, it's maybe first annual, maybe the last. Um, and we'll touch on a whole episode on that with, with Michael Valone and, and where he came up with this crazy idea with these acronyms and shorting of words and longing. And he's a crazy guy out there, but we'll, we'll talk about it. So Mafamidals are always 20 bucks. Um, we keep them really low cost. Um, the one in June is a six hour race at Durand um, for three hours. You run in one direction and then we turn you around and you get to see the course in reverse for the next three hours. And then runners can always try to tell us which route they thought was easier, harder, more scenic, less scenic. It's the same route, but it doesn't run the same in both directions. And the loop is about one mile. Another one mile loop. Um, and that one is pretty nice. That The Mafamoto races, we all sort of pitch in and bring like a community aid station. So it fits right with our theme of community this year where everybody, it's crazy the amount of food and, and some of the quality of, of food and snacks that people bring. It's really cool to see. So that's Mafamoto. Uh, that's going to be 20 bucks, six hour race on June 24th at Durandy Spin Park. Our next race on the calendar is Many on the Jenny. And that race is taking place this year on July 22nd. And it's actually sold out already. So we're very excited that we have a full house um, for many on the Jenny. But we are always looking for people who would like to volunteer. So uh, this race is 45 miles. It goes all the way around the gorge in Letchworth State Park. And because it is an all-day affair, we need help literally all day. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, we're going to talk a little bit more about volunteering at the end of this episode, but you can always email volunteer at trailsrock.org and just shoot an email that says that you're interested in volunteering at this race or any of our races. And I actually will be in touch with you about options and then we'll set something up. Many on the Jenny is, is pretty cool. It's um, honestly, you, we could talk and have an entire hour long episode about, about many on the Jenny, but it's pretty cool. We were planning a, uh, a cross-country road trip years back. Uh, we had this whole thing sort of mapped out, and it fell through at the last minute that we weren't going to be able to get out of town like we wanted to. And we had the time, but weren't able to leave town. So we said, what what could we do with our time? And, and we ended up just booking a campsite down in Letchworth and telling a whole bunch of friends that we were going to run and hike every single trail in Letra State Park over the course of the week. Um, we put out a schedule, we invited people to come down and, and every single day we had different people joining us for different parts of the project. And we spent a week 
culminating with a backpacking trip on the Finger Lakes Trail to cover every single trail in the park. It ended up being, if you include some of the out and backs, it ended up being a little bit over 100 miles of, of trail that week. Um, we had people spend the night <laughs> on some nights. We had people popping in in the middle of the day to visit. Um, it was really a, a cool event. And out of that, we um, we got home and Sheila mapped out a route that we thought, gee, it would be really, really cool to put an actual ultra in Letra State Park. Um, so many trails, so beautiful. Both of us have been going there for so long. And um, she sat down and mapped it out. We actually shared on social media today the the pictures of her with a huge map that she had taped together because they didn't have one solid map in Letchworth at that time. Yeah, I printed it out on like 20 pieces of paper and then had to tape it all together to make the map. It was well, ridiculous looking back but it's a really cool race we're really proud of it and um it's just a fun day it's a fun event no matter you're there to race if you're there to volunteer if you're there just to spectate it's just a really good day yeah and and this year hopefully um we are going to be introducing a brand new trail in Letchworth um mm -hmm. for the race so it'll if we get it done in time it will open just in time for the race um it's a whole, the whole two and a half mile road stretch between trail 15 and 11 um, that kind of climbs up and down on the road will be kicked off into some really neat new single track that we're going to build. Um, kind of follows a, a ridge line um, above the river and it's, you know, go through some pine forests, go through some heavy brush. It's, it's going to be a really neat trail with a few creek crossings. We're going to be building some bridges for some spots. Um, so that whole piece will be new. It's, it's kind of a way for us to give back to the park. And that will enable people, if they want to, to start at the dam and head south. And this is what we'll, we kind of do for the race. And you'll be able to run all the way around the entire park without going on the road. Um, no pavement no at pavement. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so it's, that's the goal. Um, so it's, we're pretty excited about being able to offer that stretch of, of trail. So it's many on the Jenny is um, it's a big undertaking. It's a really cool project, but the race is awesome. It's, it's accessible. If you think you want to run a big ultra, but you're not really sure um, it's 45 miles with a really generous cutoff. Um, so it, it's a spot where you can really try yourself and test yourself. And if you want to try and run hard, um, you can do that. And then you can get beat up for the last 20, 20 miles, miles or so on the um, they get tricky after you do the first 20 it's it's a net down on the way back but it doesn't feel that way no. so so that's many on the jenny um coming up in july yeah so um and then we have a little bit of a break mm -hmm. from from july we, our next race doesn't happen until september and that's going to be the webster trail classic um and this is it's a race that doesn't get enough runners it, but it's it's awesome. Um, the trails are really really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a ten mile loop. It's it's almost like lollipops three times. Yeah. But it it's ended up being like one big loop with a couple of connector pieces, um, where you get to run in three different parks, and each park has a completely different feel. Um, so you start in Webster Park, um, which is a Monroe County park, and then the route takes you over to Whiting Road Nature Preserve. And then from there, you go to the Gosnell Big Woods, and then you work your way back. Yeah, so there is a 10-mile option, and if 10 miles sounds like it's too much for you, uh, there's also a 3.5-mile option, and that one stays entirely in Webster Park. 
And there's also a kids fun run. So that's kind of something fun that we've always wanted to do. Yeah, last year we did the kids fun run for the first time and it's like a one mile course. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to look up who the little guy's name was, but this, this kid came through and like, like less than eight minutes we were like he where who is this kid he's we we didn't even think he was part of the race and he was super stoked to be like sprinting across the finish line and he was like did i win and i'm like did you win you like crushed everybody (laughs) um and then we had some runners come along that first ever race experience Mm -hmm. for them and they were shy crossing the finish line but we got we got them we got them all home so the kids fun run was pretty exciting last year for the first time hosting that. Yeah. So Webster Trail Classic again is September 9th. Uh the 10 miler starts at 8:30 and the three and a half miler starts at nine. And I think the kids fun run starts at eleven. Yeah, I think it's I think that's what time it is. And that that gives the people that if you want to run the the big race, um you can, you get, can get in in time to to watch your kid go off and run the the kids fun run. Um, and then afterwards, it's kind of fun. We keep it pretty simple, but it's almost like a little mini fall festival. So we've got some donuts and cookies and cider. like, yeah, cider, some, you know, it's still not fall yet, but we're right on the cusp of it. So we start, we start our fall celebrations early because fall is the best season. <laughs> no arguing there. And because fall is the best season, we have two races in the fall. So the first race is actually our new race this year. So we're really excited about many light. So we were in Letchworth this fall, Eric and I, and talking about how beautiful it is at Letchworth. The overlooks are stunning. We were there at peak foliage season. So it was like the big day. So we were talking about whether or not it would be feasible to run many on the Jenny, a fall version. And because we don't have a lot of light in the fall, a lot of time, uh, that didn't seem like a great option, but then we were talking about how cool it would be to just do half of the course. The The really scenic course is the first half of the race. So we are going to be hosting Many Light this year for the first time. Again, it's October 15th. We're going to start at 8 a.m. and you're going to start at, at the parade grounds. So on the opposite side from the park proper and you'll cross that beautiful stone bridge and then take the trails north all the way back, almost all the way back to the dam. We'll stop a yeah, little so bit Yeah, so once you that. hit that bridge, you're basically going to run many on the Jenny, Jenny in reverse. So it's it's a really neat way to see the course in both directions. And there are probably, what, 15 overlooks at least mm-hmm. that are popular overlooks that are in publications worldwide about if you want to see some incredible fall Fall views like and it doesn't matter if it's raining if Mm -hmm. it's cold out if the colors are popping that time of year it's just stunning the views i guarantee there's going to be people that will forget about their race times and just stop to look or stop to take pictures um, because it is it is a gorgeous race course in the fall um and we get to run some of that single track in reverse, like trail number 20, yeah. which is really a neat trail. So, And it'll be a good, that'll be a really fun race for spectating also. So if you have a family, uh, there's obviously all of those overlooks. A lot of them have spots where you can drive right up. So you're mm-hmm. not even having to really do a lot of hiking to see the sites. And there's also a bunch of playgrounds along the way. So 
yeah. things for your kids to do if you have kiddos. And because it's a 20 miler instead of a full day ultra event, yeah. um, you'll already be in the park before they start um, taking money for <laughs> entrance. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is that there are um, so many things to do in the park now. The, the nature center with its museum and the autism nature the autism trail nature is trail. amazing um, and then just visiting the the waterfalls and the overlooks mm -hmm. you know and taking that all in once your race is done so there is an opportunity depending on the weather sometimes they do um, balloon launches down in the hot gorge balloons, and yeah. yeah the hot air balloons and they might be coming up through the gorge at the same time that the race is going off so you might be running into that which is really Really, really a neat, neat experience yeah. so we're, we're it's all that's all wind dependent so we have no idea if that'll happen or not but we we can always be hopeful for it so um we're also partnering many light mm -hmm. is uh, a trails rock event partnering with rochester running company so we had a, a good long talk with jonathan about how can we sort of work together um and he believes in the same sort of community aspect that we do so they'll be on site you know um, timing that event, offering some really great swag that you guys will get if you sign up. Um, so, and then really supporting the store um, as they support the community. So that's, we're excited to have a, a, an official partnership with the store like that and then see where everything can go for us. So that's a, uh, that's a many light, yeah, so kind of a play on Jenny light. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, the first fall race. And then the next fall race is another Mephomidal. Another Mephomidal. We really need to get the loan on here yeah. so we can talk about what the heck is Mephomidal. <laughs> but um, that's another, maybe the first annual, maybe the last. Um, this one is what? This one is an eight hour in Oaka Creek Park. Um, and that'll be really cool because you run along the creek for a little bit in mm -hmm. there. And um, that park really pops with color in the fall too. Um, and that's four hours in one direction. No, four hours on one loop. And then we switch loops completely for the next four hours. Um, we have both the lodge. completely different loops. So it's really, you know, the first loop, there's a lot of single track and like Eric said, you're running kind of by a Creek. And then the second loop, there's a little bit more, uh, like grassy fields, I would say. Um, so they just have really different feels for, for such a relatively small park. There's yeah. a lot of really interesting trail. And that is nice too, because we have the lodge for this event mm -hmm. and the lodge comes with two bathrooms. So flush you're, toilets. you're running a race in October um, that has indoor facilities. Yeah. Um, so if you need to take a break and warm up or change your clothes, you don't have to be doing that in a tent or outside in the rain or whatever might be happening. So that's our eight hour Mephomidal and that's really um, an exciting race. So, and then we finish up our year with our annual winter trail festival or WTF. So this year WTF will be held on December 16th and it's a five mile course and you can decide if you would like to do it five miles, 10 miles or 15 miles, no matter what distance you choose, all of the races cost $30. So it's like a really affordable race. Um, the trails in Powder Mill Park, which is where this race is, are incredible. There is a lot of gorgeous single track. There's some really challenging climbs and just some really beautiful We throw trails. a rope on one of the, yeah. <laughs> one, one of the hills to make it easier. Um, some people, some people think on. I'm not going to use the rope on the first loop. And, and by the time they are on that next loop, last loop that they're doing, they, they want that rope. 
Um, so WTF is also, um, we've got a couple of memorial Races, runs in yeah. there. So um, the five miler is in remembrance of, of Lisa Valone and the 10 miler is in remembrance of Jill Jacket. And um, we talk about each of those runners um, leading into the race every year and what they mean to us, meant to us and to the community. Um, and the, the five mile race that is um, in memory of Lisa Valone um, Michael, his, Lisa's husband gives us uh, a significant donation so that all the runners that participate in the five mile race can participate for free, um, in her memory. So that's a really cool way for us to honor these, these women in our lives and, um, and remember them as, as we go forward. So that, that happens at WTF and it's, I think, you know, I keep everybody's race. I'm like, Oh, that's my favorite race. Oh, that's my favorite race. <laughs> Um, but I, I love the course at mm -hmm. WTF because it, it really offers a little bit of everything. There's, if you're a good climber, you get to climb. If you're a good downhill runner, there's some long downhills. If you love just plain old, beautiful single track through the woods, we've got that. Occasionally, apparently we don't have this anymore with global warming happening, <laughs> but occasionally we're covered in snow during this race. It hasn't happened in a few years. Um, we're hopeful for some snow coming up next year yeah. um, because it is the winter trail festival. It kicks off the winter season. So uh, kicking off winter, but ending our race season. So those are our races for this year. Yeah. So we're really excited to see people out on the trails for races. And like I had mentioned before, if racing isn't your thing or maybe just certain times of the year, racing isn't your thing. Uh, or you're just looking to give back to the community. We always need volunteers to help out at all of our events. So if any of those sounded interesting to you, if you would like to volunteer, you can send an email to volunteer at trailsrock.org. And uh, the email will end up coming to me and then I'll give you some options. So different races have different needs for volunteers. And so I'll give you the options and then you can pick which one sounds good to you. And yeah, then you'll be able to still be at the race, participating, being part of the community, even if you are not interested in racing. And all of our information for our, all of our races, our volunteering and everything that we ever talk about can all be found back over on our homepage at trailsrock.org. So next week, we are going to hopefully talk about Trail Runner of the Year or our Troy series. And that will give you some more great ideas for local trail events for 2023. So hopefully this kind of got your brain going. And then, like I said, next week, we're going to add some more events that are not Trails Rock events, but part of the Trail Runner of the Year series. That's right. Run local, shop local. Exactly. So that's that for this week. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about Troy and we maybe we'll have some special guests. We'll see who we can invite. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Adios. Bye. Sounds Thank you.